0: Purchase the Keep the Faith ebook and paperback on Amazon now at bitly keepthefaithbook book. Keep the Faith by Anna Tejano. Chapter 17. I never had any problems sleeping even after the breakup. April often envied that about me. It didn't matter where I was sleeping. As soon as my brain decided it was bedtime, I would just close my eyes and I'd be asleep in minutes. But that night after Nico left, no matter how much I wanted to sleep, I couldn't. At first, I told myself that I was just waiting for Nico to text that he was home, like he usually did. Two hours passed and there was nothing. Even if I knew that it would have just taken him about an hour, even with moderate traffic. Our last conversation joined the clips that replayed in my head alternating with Maya's and James's, each scene making me feel worse. Did all of that happen in less than eight hours? I don't remember falling asleep, so the sunlight streaming through my window took me by surprise. I rubbed my eyes as I sat up, trying to remember what I was thinking of before I dozed off. I vaguely remember thinking of what to say to Maya. I knew that if I just explained things to her she would definitely understand where I was coming from. I found my phone under one of the pillows, where I must have pushed it in my sleep. Still nothing from Nico, but there were several missed calls and messages from my sister. I sighed, put the phone down, and shuffled to the bathroom, knowing that those messages must be because of Mommy, who was probably pissed off at me for missing mass. My phone rang again as I was washing my face, but I didn't rush to answer it. Thinking it was my sister again. When I finally looked at my phone, the caller was Rain. Seeing her name gave me an incredible sense of dread, very similar to the feeling I got whenever weather reports would say that a disturbance has formed in the Pacific and was headed straight for us. She started to call again, but I still couldn't bring myself to answer. Where was this feeling coming from? My phone finally stopped ringing. I sighed with relief, but that was short-lived when she called again. I finally swiped to answer. Oh there, thank god you answered, Rain said, not bothering to say hello. How are you? I just woke up. Why are you calling? So you haven't been online yet? No. I heard some familiar voices cheering in the background, which meant Rain was still with her cousins. Crap. I thought you saw it already. The troubled tone of her voice sent a shiver down my spine. Saw what, Rain? My hands grew cold. I clenched my free hand several times to get it warm again, and when that didn't work, I rubbed it on my shirt. A lame attempt to wipe the coldness away. There was more noise in the background Then I heard someone call Rain's name. Hold on, I'll be there in a bit, she called back. Her voice sounded hushed when she got back to me. I'm so sorry, I have to go, but Faith, you know you can call me, right? I'll do my best to get out of here early to meet you if you need to. She paused. I'll bring Maya if it's okay with you. Okay, I said slowly. What's this about? Just go online. You'll see it, Rain replied. I'm so sorry, Faith. Call me, okay? I pulled the phone away from my ear and stared at it after she hung up. Rain wasn't usually the type to say things outright, but this one was weirder than usual. I didn't want to do what she told me, but my fingers were already moving, opening the social media app. My eyes glued to the screen as it refreshed. It was the first item on my feed. James DeCastro is in a relationship with Katrina Marquez. I ran a shaky thumb down the screen to refresh the app. This was a mistake. It had to be. Once the page refreshed, I was sure the announcement would be gone. But it was still there. I repeatedly closed and opened the app, but the announcement remained as the top news, and there were now 10 additional likes to it. Against my better judgment, I clicked on the photos attached to the update under the heart icon that seemed to grow larger the longer I stared at it. The photo loaded. It was James with Katrina, a couple selfie inside his car. He was kissing her cheek while she beamed at the camera, her eyes sparkling. I stared at the photo and noticed the yellow and blue polo he was wearing, the same one he wore last night, which meant this was recent, as in less than 24 hours recent. With a sick sensation in my stomach, I scrawled down to the comments section. Hearts filled my screen, interspersed with congratulatory messages, most of which were from people I also knew, the friends we made while we were a couple. Some of them, the same people whose comforting messages after the breakup were still in my inbox. An acrid taste rose up in my throat, and I threw the phone onto my bed as I rushed to the bathroom, falling to my knees in front of the toilet. I closed my eyes, waiting for something, anything to come up. But there was none. The taste remained even after I had washed my mouth in the sink. I looked up to the mirror and gave a start, barely recognizing the face that stared back at me. Pale, wild hair, wide eyes. It was the last thing I saw before my vision blurred. I started sobbing, the tears falling faster than I could stumble out of the bathroom and back to my room to get my phone. Sinking down on the floor beside my bed, I opened my messages to find my sister's name. She answered after the first ring. Hey honey, I was just about to call you, she said cheerfully. Ate. My sobs were so thick that I could barely understand what I was saying. the Joy. Faith, honey, what's wrong? Ate, he has a new girlfriend. Shit, she muttered then quickly apologized. Where are you? I stopped sobbing long enough to take a deep breath. I'm in my apartment. I just found out online. I knew it was going to happen someday and I I should be okay with it, but it just hurts so bad at it. It hurts. I sobbed harder, pulling my knees toward me as I buried my face against my arm. There was a scuffle in the other line, some muffled voices. Then my sister told me that she's passing the phone, and then my mom's cool, clear voice came on the line. She said something, but I barely heard it over my own sobbing. Mommy, I managed to squeak out, and there was a moment of silence before I broke down again. Get ready, your brother will pick you up, she said her voice coming through loud and clear over my sobbing. She paused, and I thought I heard my mom's voice break a little when she spoke again. Come home, and we'll take care of you. This episode was sponsored by What Kind of Day by Mina V. Esguera. A senator's speechwriter accidentally joins a tour of his own city, and through his passionate tour guide, gets to experience a new side of Manila on what should have been the worst day of his career. Available on Amazon, Apple Books, Kobo, Google Books, and other retailers worldwide. Keep the Faith by Ana Tejano. Text copyright, Ana Tejano. Narrated by Jade Albert. Produced by Tanya Arpa and Mina V. Esguera. Purchase the Keep the Faith ebook and paperback on Amazon now at bit.ly slash keepthefaithbook. Season 3 of the Romance Class Podcast features an unabridged audio version of a novel by a Filipino author featuring a Filipino narrator. We do this to make the work of Filipino authors more accessible to more readers and introduce Filipino voices in more ways than one. Help readers find us by leaving a review or a rating in Apple Podcasts. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or any podcatcher of your choice. You can find the links to subscribe on romancepodcast.com. Subscribe, share, live tweet as you listen. Add hashtag RomanceClass so we can find your reactions and feedback. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, email mina at romancepodcast.com. Find more romance books by Filipino authors on romanceclassbooks.com.